Title, Charting New Frontiers, A Critique and Proposition for Canada's Political and Aerospace Landscape. YouTube Video Clip, MP Morrison Stands Up for Law-Abiding Gun Owners, Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip. Congratulation on fearless scientific warrior MP Morrison, truly reaching the commanding heights of aviation spirit. If you are a young boxer, never challenge MP Morrison to a boxing match or you will find the hidden power of the old guard fist. Also, do not joke around with RCAF pilots. Never challenge an RCAF pilot to a dogfight. There are not many of them, but they will fly every time to meet this challenge. Introduction. In the ever-evolving landscape of global politics and technological advancements, nations find themselves at critical crossroads, their futures shaped by their choices and leadership. Canada, a country admired for its democratic ideals and natural bounty, is no exception. This report delves into the shifting paradigms of Canadian politics, the potential for innovation and technological advancement in aerospace and the crucial role fiscal responsibility plays in national prosperity. The first section of this report centers around M.P. Morrison, an exemplar in the world of politics, showcasing the resilience and vision of a bygone era. As the socio-political tides of our time surge with turmoil and unpredictability, individuals like Morrison serve as lodestars guiding us through. His commitment to evidence-based decision-making and fiscal responsibility forms the backbone of our exploration into the world of STEM professionals and their potential influence on the nation's future. In the second part, we move beyond the tumultuous realm of politics into the dynamic arena of aerospace technology. We examine the rise of South Korea as a global leader in aerospace engineering and draw parallels between their journey and the potential trajectory for Canada. Through this lens, we scrutinize the existing leadership's approach and imagine a future where Canada harnesses its homegrown talent and innovation to revolutionize its aerospace industry. Finally, we pivot to the economic implications of leadership decisions. We scrutinize the fiscal policies of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's tenure and the substantial debt accrued as a result. Looking beyond these staggering figures, we envisage a different pathony where these funds could have been channeled into groundbreaking technological initiatives such as the manufacturing of advanced fighter jets, reshaping Canada's standing on the global stage. Through the ensuing discourse, we seek to advocate for a shift in leadership, one that embraces the power of STEM, fosters stronger international partnerships, and steers Canada towards a path of unprecedented innovation and growth. As we stand on the precipice of a new era, it is vital to remember that the sky is not the limit. It is, indeed, our starting point. The discourse in this report is an invitation to ponder, to question, and to envision a future that harnesses the full potential of Canada's resource, its people, its wealth, and its untapped avenues for innovation. It is an urgent call to action for change, progress, and the reclaiming of Canada's place in the realm of global leaders. Buckle up, Canada. It's time for takeoff. 1MP Morrison and the New Dawn of Canadian Politics, a reflection on STEM and aerospace prowess. In this extraordinary period of transformation, 
where the socio-political landscapes are shifting like tectonic plates, it's refreshing to see individuals like Kempi Morrison chart a new course through the maze of Canadian politics. His dedication to evidence-based decision-making, fiscal responsibility, and unwavering principles act as a lodestar for those of us navigating the tumultuous seas of STEM professions. Much like the dawning of a new day banish is the uncertainties of the night, Morrison's approach is a beacon of clarity in an often murky political landscape. He stands as a testament to the values of a bygone era, when engineers were revered as groundbreakers and computer scientists recognized as architects of tomorrow, each backed by solid designations and the respect they commanded. His dogged commitment to principles of professionalism, evidence-based objectivity, and return on investment harks back to a time when the gates of innovation weren't as heavily guarded as they are today. We are at a juncture in history where gatekeepers, through deceptive tactics, have built walls hindering progress, hampering the pioneering spirit of STEM professionals. But the winds of change are blowing, and these once impregnable gates are starting to show cracks. Much like the relentless waves chipping away at the towering cliffs, an ever-growing awareness is washing over our nation. Canadians are beginning to awaken to the cold reality, pushing back against the gatekeepers, much like the underdog battling against the might of the favored champion, a struggle reminiscent of the legendary bout between Rocky and Ivan Drago. Consider M.P. Morrison as a symbol of that grit and perseverance reminiscent of those stalwart engineers and computer scientists from the 50s to the 70s. They worked tirelessly, imbued with the knowledge and passion of their craft, and defined the world we live in today. They were the ones who did so much more with so much less, not bowing down to corporate pressures or conforming to societal norms, but instead leading the way through innovation and ambition. In this mental exploration, let's toy with a hypothetical scenario. Imagine if every MP, like Morrison, led a formidable first of 10,000 STEM professionals, public safety officers, military personnel, police officers, technicians, and tradespeople, unshackled by gatekeepers. Under their guidance, the Canadian technical landscape could see resurgence, a renaissance even of ideas being brought to life with an efficiency akin to magic. In this quest for innovative thought, the Kite 21 stands as a shining beacon, a testament to the marvels of Korean aerospace engineering. With stealth capabilities superior to any fourth-generation fighter jet and a silhouette that echoes the elegance of an 22 it raises some thought-provoking questions. Why do our national fighter jets resemble server farms on wheels, much like the 35, instead of embodying the sleek design and tactical prowess of the 21? As we grapple with these questions, the prospect of the 21 carrying weapons in internal base, a feature quintessential to fifth-generation fighters, is tantalizing. This possibility stands as a testament to the power of human ingenuity the driving force that has brought us technological marvels like the Avro Arrow. The promise of the 21 with its affordable operating cost and tactical superiority, serves as a rallying cry for our own endeavors. It urges us to chase dreams of revolutionizing our national aerospace landscape, 
a vision where our fleet could be a formidable first of 120 planes, rather than a mere 60. The future is ours to shape, an enticing prospect that carries an unmistakably Canadian flavor. When you juxtapose this vision against the backdrop of the current political scenario, it's hard not to marvel at the staggering expenditure on fifth-generation jets like the 35, which are almost as unstable as the Bitcoin market. It's almost laughable, isn't it? On the other hand, the 21 is the prudent choice, offering better value in the prospect of a stronger, more cost-effective fleet. Drawing inspiration from the feats of Korean aerospace engineering and individuals like Kempi Morrison, it's time to rejuvenate our STEM landscape. The tides are changing, the gates are cracking, and a wave of resurgence is on the horizon. Let's ride this wave and strive to create a future that's not only uniquely Canadian, but also proudly global. The sky's the limit, after all, to rising above politics, black belts, fighter jets, in the quest for Canadian resilience. Canadian politics has seen its share of turbulence recently, yet amidst this storm, there stands MP Morrison, as steadfast as a black belt master poised for a take down. His adherence to the principles of political science is akin to a martial artist's discipline, creating a ripple in the stagnant waters of current politics. Fellow Canadians, do we aspire to be white belts? accepting defeat at every turn? Or do we want to earn our black belts, achieving excellence and resilience, just as South Korea did? Their remarkable journey from war-torn poverty to an advanced economy is proof of what can be achieved with the right leadership, a black belt in economic and technological resilience. Prime Minister Trudeau seems content without a belt, as long as he has one for his television appearances. He presents himself as a top-gun pilot, but where is the evidence of his flight expertise in economic partnerships and STEM development? His approach is comparable to preferring the backdrop of bargain toys from a Beijing Walmart over cutting-edge fighter jets on inexplicable choice when the potential for growth is right before us. Morrison, on the other hand, champions for principles often forgotten in our modern political climate facts, evidence fiscal responsibility, and return on investment. These are the keystones of STEM professionalism. His approach brings to mind the American applied engineering spirit of the 50s to 70s, which catalyzed countless breakthroughs in technology and infrastructure. Canada can benefit from this ethos. We need to rekindle our spirit of exploration and innovation. Why limit ourselves to bargaining when we can aspire to create 4.5 or even 5th generation fighter jets right here in our home soil? We seem to have misplaced our flight map, our pathway to aerospace excellence. Yet, the opportunity to regain our bearings is still within reach. The 21, a marvel of South Korean engineering, soars in the sky, a testament to what can be achieved with perseverance, partnership, and a clear vision. Imagine Canada with a fleet of domestically manufactured fighter jets of comparable quality. Imagine the economic growth from these ventures, the resurgence of our national pride in our manufacturing prowess. It's not a far-off dream, it's a tangible possibility. Consider our potential for partnership with South Korea.
a nation renowned for its technological innovation and manufacturing quality. Trudeau could be leveraging these partnerships, ensuring that Canada secures rights to intellectual property and manufacturing. This is the sort of leadership we need, one that is not afraid to aim high for the betterment of our country. In this era of rapid transformation, we have a choice. We can be white belts, complacent in our current state, or we can be black belts, continually pushing the boundaries of our potential. The choice is ours, and the time to choose is now. Remember, the sky's the limit. So, buckle up, Canada. It's time for takeoff. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip. A word of caution. Though Bill Seat Way 1 stands as an example of wasteful expenditure and a disregard for the rights of law-abiding citizens, this bill mirrors a child's careless play taking things and breaking them without understanding their value. This is not the behavior of an accountable leader, much less a responsible adult. It's time to push back against such misguided initiatives and demand better from our government. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Channels such as the CCFR and the likes of Raquel Dancho MP, Blaine Kalkins MP, and Pierre Poilever are good starting points for engaging with these topics. They stand for unity, cooperation, and progress, reminding us that if we build together, we grow together, and if we destroy together, we die together. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip in the words of the late Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, the refusal to take sides on great moral issues is itself a decision. It is a silent acquiescence to evil. Inaction is a choice, and one that we can ill afford. Let's rise, Canada, and let's soar into our future together. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen prophecy from 50 years ago about 2024. 3 A New Dawn for Canada unveiling a bold path towards fiscal responsibility and technological innovation. In a startling revelation from a chart circulating on Google, it was uncovered that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has reportedly racked up an astounding $660 billion in expenditures during his tenure. This number, if accurate, exceeds the cumulative expenditures of every Canadian Prime Minister since the country's founding in 1867. Such a financial commitment surely demands scrutiny. Trudeau's audacious fiscal approach departs from the previously upheld Canadian norms of fiscal responsibility. With Canada's accumulated debt since 1867 at approximately $630 billion, Trudeau's administration has, in a sense, wiped away 50% of our national wealth in a relatively short span of time. It beckons the question, does his leadership align with the historical and cultural ethos of a Canadian prime minister? From an economic standpoint, Trudeau's fiscal policies appear to deviate significantly from those of his predecessors. This divergence suggests a transformation in leadership that doesn't seem to resonate with Canadian ideals. Yet, amidst this startling reality, there exists a silver lining an opportunity to forge a new path towards innovation and global recognition. Consider for a moment a different trajectory. What if the 670 billion funds had been strategically funneled into advanced initiatives such as the manufacturing of 1,521 fighter jets? This shift could have revolutionized Canada's global standing, 
potentially even surpassing the United States in terms of military aircraft modernization, as a big portion of their fleet are fourth-generation planes. Imagine a future where Kennedy merges as a global trailblazer, boasting the new world reserve currency, the CAD, a future made possible by the prudent allocation of resources, as opposed to the current state of affairs under the Liberal Party leadership. It's a tantalizing vision, albeit one seemingly undercut by questionable decisions and missed opportunities. This predicament begs a solution, and herein lies my proposition to Mr. Trudeau. Embrace collaboration with top-tier Canadian STEM professionals. By immersing yourself in their world for two to five years, you stand to gain invaluable insights. This engagement could provide you with a fresh lens, one forged in the crucible of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Perhaps in your journey as a leader, you've been misguided by individuals with ill intentions or those seeking to unduly influence your decisions. The flickers of STEM-orientated sparks that you've exhibited indicate that there's a flame within you that could be fanned into a robust beacon of innovative leadership. A promising starting point would be an exploration of intellectual property transfers with South Korea. By delving into the profound implications of South Korean aerospace technology, you could begin to envision the scope of bilateral technological collaborations. Such partnerships could potentially yield dividends in terms of mutual growth, innovation, and global standing for both our nations. My earnest appeal is for you to seriously contemplate this proposition, not just for personal growth, but for the welfare of every Canadian citizen. By adopting a STEM-oriented perspective and fostering stronger international partnerships, you could guide our nation towards a path of unprecedented innovation and growth. We stand on the precipice of a new dawn. The choice before us is not merely one of complacency or growth, but of stagnation or transformation. Our choices will determine our collective fate. As we navigate the course of our future, let us remember the value of transparency, accountability, and audacious ambition. As Canadians, we have the capacity to ignite our warp drive, to break free from the shackles of our limitations. We must not remain frozen in time, trapped in the echoes of past missteps. Instead, we must strive to illuminate our path, to see beyond the obstacles and envision a future of limitless possibilities. The time for action is now. The time for change is here. Let us fearlessly tread the path of innovation, for it is through courage and bold leadership that we will usher in a new era of prosperity and global recognition. As we journey towards this new dawn, let's remember, the sky isn't the limit. It's our starting point. So, buckle up, Canada. It's time for takeoff. Conclusion. Throughout this comprehensive exploration, we have delved into the realms of politics, technological innovation, and fiscal responsibility, seeking to illuminate the path that lies ahead for Canada. The discourse woven across this report is intended as a call to arms, an appeal to not only recognize the potential that resides within our nation, but also to take the necessary actions to unlock it. From our reflection on MP Morrison's values, 
we glean the importance of principles such as evidence-based decision-making and fiscal responsibility. These tenets, deeply rooted in the traditions of STEM professions, could serve as a beacon to guide us through the often murky waters of modern politics. Such principles pave the way towards a prosperous future, a journey that demands the navigation of political complexities with the resolve and vision demonstrated by leaders like Morrison. Our examination of the aerospace sector, particularly the strides taken by South Korea with the 21, revealed the tantalizing possibilities that await us. It reaffirmed the value of ambitious technological advancement and international collaboration. It presented a future where Canadian ingenuity could soar high in the global aerospace industry, altering the country's trajectory towards technological and economic greatness. The sobering assessment of Prime Minister Trudeau's fiscal approach reminds us of the critical need for economic stewardship. We envisioned an alternate trajectory wherein resources were channeled into initiatives that could fortify our nation's global standing, providing a stark contrast to the current state of affairs. In weaving together these threads, we have painted a picture of a Canada that could be a Canada that dares to look beyond the limitations of the present, that seeks to redefine its potential and soars towards a future of progress and prosperity. This journey, however, necessitates a shift from complacency to action, from stagnation to transformation. It requires a steadfast commitment to the principles that have guided us thus far, coupled with a renewed zeal for innovation. It demands leaders who can navigate the current political landscape with integrity and vision, who are inspired by the potential within STEM and committed to forging robust international partnerships. We stand at the dawn of a new era, an era that promises boundless opportunities should we choose to embrace them. It is incumbent upon us to harness our collective capabilities, to strive for excellence, and to propel our nation forward. As we have reiterated throughout this report, the sky isn't the limit, it's our starting point. It is with this audacious optimism that we conclude our report, confident in the potential that lies ahead for Canada. This is not merely an ending but rather a continuation of the discursive charge for change and innovation. It is a hopeful reminder that with courage, determination, and the right leadership, Canada can indeed rise above its challenges and reach new heights. So, let us buckle up and prepare for takeoff because the journey towards our future begins now. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Perhaps South Korea would love to partner with a serious military technology partner such as a Canada run by Pierre Poilivre. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Let's manufacture a fleet of Kike 21 by acquiring intellectual property transfers, intellectual property manufacturing and maintenance rights, expertise transfers, and even pots from South Korea and Biden slash Lockheed Martin who really like transportation to buy us. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Canada can still buy a fleet of foreign built and foreign managed 35s. It's always a good idea to have a nice covert and off grid cloud computer around. We hope it comes with ChatGPT GPT 4, Wikipedia, Amazon Music, and Osmond open source offline maps for enhanced user experience UX, resiliency, preparedness, 
and friendly team awareness capability. Some critics might argue it's not possible for Canada to have two fighter jet fleets. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip It's not how much money you have, it's how you spend it. Consider the following. GPD-4 Prompt Response From the formation of Canada's Confederation in 1867 to 1968, the nation was guided by 15 different prime ministers. These leaders, through their collective tenure spanning over a century, managed the nation's finances with remarkable fiscal conservatism. Even amid numerous global crises and economic downturns, they succeeded in keeping the total national debt at just about $18.1 billion Canadians. In 1968, however, Pierre Trudeau assumed office and marked a dramatic shift in Canada's fiscal policy. His tenure, which lasted from 1968 to 1979, and again from 1980 to 1984, witnessed a meteoric rise in national debt from $18.1 billion Canadians to a staggering $465 billion Canadians. This jaw-dropping increase represents nearly 25 times the debt accumulated by all his predecessors combined, which is viewed by some as a sign of fiscal irresponsibility. The national debt soared even higher under the leadership of Justin Trudeau, who took office in 2015. By 2023, the debt had escalated from $612 billion Canadians to an estimated $1.2 trillion Canadian, indicating that the national debt nearly doubled under Justin Trudeau's governance. In stark contrast to this trend, some prime ministers managed to navigate the rough waters of economic challenges, reduce deficits, and even achieve surpluses during their terms. Stephen Harper 2006 to 2015 reduced the budget deficit from about $55.6 billion Canadians in 2009 to around $2 billion Canadians in 2015. Similarly, Jean Critian 1993 to 2003 reversed a deficit of about $38.5 billion Canadians in 1993 into a surplus by 1997. These leaders, while tackling significant crises such as the 2008-2009 financial crisis, maintained a relatively lower rate of debt accumulation. Between the end of Pierre Trudeau's final term in 1984 and the start of Justin Trudeau's term in 2015, Canada was led by six different prime ministers. During this period, the national debt accumulated was approximately $427.7 billion Canadians. This means that the six prime ministers governing in this period collectively contributed to just over a third of the debt accumulated under the Trudeau family's leadership. In a recent YouTube video interview titled Where's Freeland? on the Jamie Schmail YouTube channel, the speaker voiced concerns about the Liberal government's proposed budget, which projects spending of $3.1 trillion over the next five years, an unusual and extraordinary figure in the Canadian historical context. A small fraction of this budget, $82 billion, is allocated to housing. The speaker criticizes the government for this disconnect between budgetary spending and practical outcomes for the Canadian people. As of 2021, 
Canada has been led by 23 different prime ministers since Confederation in 1867. Out of these, the 21 leaders, excluding the Trudeau family, collectively accounted for only about a third of the national debt that has been accumulated under the Trudeau family's governance. This significant increase in national debt under the Trudeau administrations represents a stark departure from historical trends and comes with potential consequences. These could include devaluation of the currency, an increase in inflation due to a larger money supply, and rising interest rates. Over time, high national debt can result in the government paying more on interest to banks than on essential services like health care or the military. If left unchecked, this could potentially lead to moderate to high inflation, eroding the purchasing power of the Canadian dollar, and could even risk spiraling into hyperinflation, a situation where prices rise rapidly and the currency loses its value. In conclusion, the Trudeau administration's approach to fiscal management significantly contrasts with that of other prime ministers. It marks a fundamental shift in Canadian fiscal policy direction. GPT 3.5 Prompt Response According to the information provided in the YouTube video clip, How Good Is Kike 21 Bar May of South Korea? 21 Analysis The total value of South Korea's 21 program is estimated at 8.8 trillion won, which is equivalent to approximately $6.67 billion at the present conversion rate. The first phase of development, budgeted at $6.17 billion, is set to be completed by 2026, with Indonesia contributing 20% of the cost. The second phase, costing $5 billion, is expected to run through 2028 and focus on weapon tests. The program aims to replace South Korea's aging fleet of 4E Phantom II and 5E-F Tiger II combat aircraft. Taking into account the information provided, we can estimate the total cost of South Korea's 21 program. The first phase of development is budgeted at $6.17 billion, while the second phase is projected to cost $5 billion. Therefore, the estimated total cost of the 21 program would be approximately $11.17 billion. It's important to note that these estimates are based on the information available and may be subject to change or further updates. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Since combining the debt accumulated under both Pierre Trudeau and Justin Trudeau's leadership, the Trudeau family is responsible for an estimated increase in the national debt of approximately $1,035 billion Canadians then society should request that $11.17 billion be spent for a tangible set of objects, such as having our own 21 program too, especially since there are rumors of a $3,100 billion additional debt borrowing soon. This report was inspired by and dedicated to, in the spirit of innovation, resilience, and a future filled with boundless potential, this report. Mapping the course of Canada's ascendancy in aerospace and STEM fields is inspired by and dedicated to M.P. Morrison and the Royal Canadian Air Force RCAF. M.P. Morrison, your commitment to STEM-like analysis serves as the beacon of light guiding us through the thick fog of our current challenges. 
You have shown us the value of principled leadership and its potential to lead us to brighter tomorrows. To the RCAF, your recent venture into the digital landscape with your Warrior Ethos-driven YouTube channel shows us that perseverance and adaptability are the essence of true progress. The old dogs are indeed learning impressive new tricks, serving as an inspiration for us all. Despite the apparent piggy bank robbers that have depleted your resources, and by extension those of our nation and future generations, your spirit remains unbroken. Your resilience in the face of adversity embodies our motto, Prardu ad Astra, through adversity to the stars. It's in this vein of audacity and ambition that we anticipate seeing you soar to new heights guiding us into a 21st century reality defined by innovation and progress. Though funds may be scarce and challenges aplenty, this report is a testament to our inherent potential to achieve new heights with only the power of thought and the manual labor of ambition. Skills Gap Trainer Pro Tip Go here Canada. You will be, and Canada will be, not all that you can be, who you wanted to be, who your family wanted you to be who the nation and the world wanted you to be, not who the piggy bank robber wants you to be and forces you to be. Save Canada. Think like a soldier. Think defense and excellence in science of combat. It's your best chance. It's our best chance. You will win when you achieve the excellence together and when you stay loyal to each other against all forces foreign and even domestic. Plus, with modern AI computer-driven flight systems, it's probably pretty nice cruise to be in a fighter jet nowadays. Maybe it is seamless and really comfortable, and you can just sit and soar and listen to some Phil Collins the best of Phil Collins' Phil Collins' greatest hits and talk to ChatGPT, RCF edition.